close the closet door? Welcome everyone, this is Halloween Unleashed and I am your host, Chris Morgan. And uh, just want to go ahead and thank everyone that is joining up on the Facebook group that has uh, found the new home. Uh, Downloads of the first intro episode were amazing. Um, Right around the numbers that, I mean, maybe a little less than what our average in the last couple months has been with the HMMAT podcast. So I'm very encouraged by that, and uh, I'm really excited about sharing some some of the things that we're going to be going over today. In fact, you're going to get a sneak peek on that because for about 40 minutes, I get a chance to talk to the graphic designer that designed uh, all the graphics and and different uh, logos for the Halloween Unleashed podcast. Uh, His name is Ryan Hogle. Before we get to the uh, interview with Ryan, I just want to go ahead and uh, give everybody a rundown real quickly um, about where to find us. So um, first and foremost, uh, what I want to say is, is uh, if you want to leave a, you know, a voice take for the, for the, for the podcast, um, and you'll be able to start doing, you can do it anytime you want, but um, you know. When we start having more subject matters that you want to talk about, you'll probably start wondering, hey, how, how can I send in that, that, that voice tape? Um, well, I want to be able to give that to you is I'm going to make it easy for everybody. No, no more of this. Record it on your phone. Save it. Save your name. Blah, 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 blah. And email it to this. This is going to make things so simple for you. I do everything through Skype, but I have a Skype phone number that has a voice message system in it. So what you're going to do is you're going to call area code 407-982-4709. Let it ring all the way through. Leave your voicemail. Say who you are and uh, what your question is and we'll we'll play it uh, on, on the podcast. Once again, that phone number is 407 982 Four seven zero nine. One more time. Four zero seven nine eight two four seven zero nine. Now, how to find the Facebook page, the Facebook group? Is you go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Halloween Unleashed. You can also go up into the search bar and just type in Halloween Unleashed, the podcast. It's a public group. Anybody's welcome to join. Uh, we just ask that there's no bullshit started. If you have previous beef with somebody else, just leave that shit in the past. And that's kind of what I'm doing. Um, it's a new start. It's a new community for Halloween, Michael Myers, uh, the Halloween series, the Halloween holiday, masks, uh, everything involving Halloween. So we just want to keep it very fun, very energetic, very... Very much uh, camaraderie between all of us. We all may have different opinions of the way something should be done or what our likes are and what our dislikes are. 
but we don't need to go shitty with with other people about it because at the end of the day uh we're we're all into the same thing let's all try and get along and uh if we don't like something or don't like someone on the page that's fine you don't have to comment on something you don't have to participate in that particular thread but at the same time, if you really don't like seeing somebody there or you think someone's out of line, you can report the post. The administrators, moderators will take a look at it. Uh, the other thing is you can message me if you think someone is completely out of line. Hell, if you think I'm out of line, you know, flag the post on me. But at the end of the day, I'm holding myself to the same standards as I'm holding everybody else. There's been too much negativity. There's been too much... Uh, back and forth, too much division, too much different things going on. And I want all that bullshit to stop. And I want us all to come together as one fan base, as one collector fan base for one specific franchise. And I want this podcast to be educational. I want it to be fun. It's not meant to attack anybody. Um, It's not any of that stuff. So again, I just need help from you guys, and if you, again, if you have anything that's on your mind, if you have a, it doesn't even have to be the subject matter. If you just want to leave a leave a voicemail about, hey, what um, what's the story on whatever mass that you're that you're confused about? I've been in this. This is my twentieth year, so I have a lot of knowledge. If I don't have the knowledge, I will be sure to get it for you. So, uh, but chances are, I probably have the knowledge or know the scoop on it. So uh, once again, that number, that number for all of you that had missed it one last time, 407-982-4709. So once again, 407-982-4709. So that's how you can make it simple. Just pick up your cell phone, call that number, wait till uh, the, the voice message picks up, leave your message after the tone just like you would with anybody else. So, uh, and then once again, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Halloween Unleashed. So, um, for those of you that want to know, um, on the different platforms, by the way, through Anchor, they do everything for you. They distribute the podcast. Now, if some of, some of you have already sent me screenshots or haven't been able to find something or whatever, Please be patient. Um, I initially started this Anchor account as a football podcast that I was going to do. I recorded the first episode, decided I wasn't exactly that passionate about it, so I decided to um, go a different direction, which I rebranded, did Halloween Unleashed. You guys know the rest is history. But in that rebranding process, what happens is is a lot of times you, they've got to redistribute the channels and re, re-propagate all of that information to everything that's out there. And sometimes it can take uh, a few days. So I just ask you to be patient. If you go and you see Orlando Apollos or, or Apollos Unleashed or whatever it was, if you see that and don't see Halloween Unleashed, just be patient. It's still propagating. It's coming. Um, I just thought it would be easier to piggyback off of something that I had already went through the time to set up properly and had already engaged. And uh, since they were going to take care of the repropagation process for me, 
it was going to make things a whole lot easier going forward. So I just went ahead and did that. And, uh, but yeah, you know, anything that you, that you want to listen to it on, if you go to anchor.fm forward slash Halloween unleashed, you can actually go to the episode that you want to listen to, click on it, and it'll actually give you a list of the different, uh, podcast, um, apps that it's available on currently. So, um, like things like Google Play is there, you know, iTunes, Podcast Addict, Spotify. Uh, I think I said Google Play. Podbean is still propagating. I do know that. So those of you that want to listen to it through Podbean, um, just give it a few days. It, it will be there. But anyway, that will take us to our interview now with Ryan Hogel that I conducted. And again, it's about 40, 45 minutes. Um, enjoy. We'll talk to you next week. Hello. Ryan, it's Chris. What's up, man? How are you, Chris? Nice to meet you, man. Yeah, you as well. We've, uh, we've done a lot through, uh, through you designing stuff. through the and, interwebs. Yeah. yeah. And we've never spoken. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Nice to definitely hear from you. Yeah, man. I, I appreciate everything that, uh, that you've done so far. I actually, uh, Wanted to let you know I did base coat your uh, your ghost uh, this morning. Oh man, I'm very excited for it. Seriously, very excited for that. Yeah, me too. I can't wait, man. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it up nice and nasty for you. And that's exactly how I want it, dude. I want you to have fun with it. I don't want to give you too many leads. I just want you to have fun and do your thing. Well, that's usually when they come out the best, man. I'll I'll be straight and honest with you like that. I mean, because everybody interprets a picture differently. So, like, somebody could send me a screenshot and say, I want it like that. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a blue lighting on it. So, what you're telling me is you want it painted blue? And they're like, no, I want it painted exactly. white. So, it's like... Exactly. Yeah. You know, tell me... I feel like a lot of people are going for... they they not They don't necessarily want a screen replication. They want what they perceive as the shape or whatever they see in this movie, like, oh, that's the mask for that movie. When really what you're really trying to do is probably mimic a lighting source that looks like that all the time. Instead of, I got to have my room lit up just right to take this good picture to show everyone all my buddies. Really, you're trying to replicate what you're seeing at that time, not what was used. And I don't think a lot of people grasp that. No, you're absolutely 100% correct on that. So a lot of times you got to get there with, uh, with forced, uh, Weathering, I mean, I, I take a lot of my photos with a professional camera um, so it looks right. And, um, you know, I can get good stuff with my cell phone because I have an iPhone um, and they have pretty mm-hmm. decent cameras on them. But um, at the same time, it's a lot of times it, like when, when I take my photographs, which you've probably heard in previous podcasts, is I try to find the faintest little bit of weathering on the face. And once I find that with my naked eye, I try to mimic that through the lens. But sometimes because the with lens... With your exposure. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and exactly, so, dude. Sometimes your eyes and the lens don't see colors the exact same way. So sometimes it, 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 it makes the lips or the cheeks or certain things come out a little darker than they really are or... You have color temperatures that are a little different. Like I was telling you last night, sometimes browns read red on the lens when in person they look brown, you know, so. Absolutely. It's just, Absolutely. It, it's just really odd. I mean, I think digital cameras have come a long way into trying to replicate our eyes, but 
they'll they'll never i don't think in my lifetime they'll ever they'll ever break through that you know man it almost makes you wonder you're winding back to all these you know 70 81 style assets for one how bad was their camera color off from what we're actually seeing to what they actually used you know what i mean it almost makes you think twice about something like that well I, I mean, I mean, we'll we'll think about it. Back then, they were shooting on thirty-five millimeter film that had to be uh, done a, done up in a dark room and then processed and then color corrected the, to to the best of their ability. So you're absolutely right. I mean, that's that's why I've said in past, and this was on one of my first radio shows six, seven, eight years ago, is I said that um, if we had Doc Brown's DeLorean to go back into 1978 and steal that <laughs> off the set and bring it to this present time, take a picture of it. People would say, what is that piece of shit? You know? <laughs> and they would, you're right, man. They would slam you for it because you know, there's, there's those certain guys kind of, you know, like I feel you're one of those guys where there is no perfect replica. You, there's I mean, not. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to mention any message boards or websites in specific, but Good. a lot of other people <laughs> would beg to differ and well, no, 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 no. These are your top five grails. That's that's it. If you don't have one of those, it sucks. Well, no, and, I don't agree with that. And and listen to this, and tell me if you agree with me or not on this. Is everything, no matter who you are, it's it's a subjective opinion. So um, none of us were on set. Nobody saw exactly how it is. And I'm sorry, I don't take the actors or the producers, the people that were on set 30, 40 years later, I don't take their word as gospel because I can tell you, um, through being friends with Lance Warlock, his dad told me three different times, three different answers to what color the coveralls were. So if they can get that wrong, yeah, man, if they can get that wrong, Okay, to 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 really dial into exactly how the masks look uh, while they're busy on a twelve-hour movie set, um, they're just not going to know those little minute details that we all study forty years later. And it was because of the magic they created on screen that makes us try to dial in and figure out exactly the way it was. But again, you're looking at an uh, a picture on the internet that's going to give you an idea. But it's still a two-dimensional object. You were physically not on that set. You can think about it and process it the best way you possibly can. But again, as I just said, you're going to interpret the picture one way. I'm going to interpret it another. I fully agree with you, man. I fully agree. So I, I guess that's why I, I, I guess that's why I, I get into. I don't really agree with people bicker, bickering and arguing about shit like that because, again, you're arguing opinions. It's You're never going to find a common ground. Think of it this way. I mean, how often do you really see when you're watching, we'll just say for reference, Halloween 1, 78, where you get maybe three, four minutes of on-screen time with Myers, right? So just try to compare that to when you're taking pictures of your mask. I paint masks here and there. I sell them as often as I can. And I know I'll take 25 pictures and maybe post up six of them. How much of that, you know, like how much of that was usable to represent what I wanted to represent? Same with them there. I mean, you're not really seeing anything other than what they wanted you to see. Right. Right. Now, is there, is there, and let me ask you this. You just mentioned you've heard multiple good sources on coveralls. What do you think they were? 
Um, to be honest, whatever looks better in the photos I take. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I fully agree. I, 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 I think the grays look awesome. I've seen the navies look awesome. My personal favorite's that dark green that almost looks gray. Yeah. But, dude, I mean, it's all about the picture, the mask, what, what you're trying to accomplish, or if you're just doing what you think looks cool, and that's all right, too. Well, I've, um, you know, I, to, to, to find that perfect replica of coveralls, I'm, I'm just talking about style. I'm not talking about color. I'm talking about yeah. style. It's going mm-hmm. really, to be really hard to find that unless you go into these vintage things. And I'm a specialty fit, so it's like I'm, I'm going, okay, what, how can I achieve a really nice look that is an overall look um, that is going to get me at a convention or pictures or whatever. Cause I used to do the convention circuit a lot and do a lot of cosplay with a bunch of friends. So, yeah. Um, so those pics, I've seen pictures of you in groups with Myers cosplay. Yeah. Is that, is that you and your buddies? Okay. Yep. I thought yeah, that was the, random Google stuff. Yeah. The one that went viral where, where all of us are at the pisser in, in, in a, in a bathroom <laughs> that, yeah, somebody took that picture of all of us taking a piss at the same time. Very cool. Very cool. I didn't know that that was you or your buddies. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm towards the back. Um, my my buddy Marcus, who used to work for me, is uh, wearing one of uh, one of my old Night Stalkers, and he's the one in the very front. So, uh, but uh, awesome mask. But yeah. So um, anyway, I I found that red cap fits me the best. And, you know, I have a pair of charcoals, I have a pair of uh, navy blues, and I have a pair of spruce green. And mm-hmm. um, I've seen them all look wonderful, and I've, I've seen them all look like shit under different lighting. So, again, yeah. you know, so your, your question about which one do you think would um, looks the best, it, again, it's all about the visual. Which, which one looks best to me in, in, in photos that gets people to say, wow, that looks really good, and nobody's concentrating on the coveralls? I'm glad to hear that, and I hope more people take that into consideration versus try to get that perfect pair that might not exist. Sure, and and like I said, I mean they're they're definitely out there. My my buddy Marcus uh, found a a pair. I can't remember exactly what they were, but they had a patch on the front, but the but the thread and the it, he's wearing them in H three five my my fan film. So, um, mm-hmm. but they looked perfect. Like when when I look through the lens or I look through them in person, I'm like, damn! I wish I could find a size that would fit me in right. my odd shape that would look good uh as as good as they do on but you. you don't know what brand they were i don't and he doesn't either tags were all gone out of it but it just gotcha it's got a very slight hint of herringbone in it but it's not quite mm-hmm. her- but it's not herringbone so um but it, it really like, like i said it, unless you're right up on top of the thread looking at it you can't even see the herringbone so it's like i know that's more of h4 and h5 but um, he wears them for H1, H2. It's still and, cool. Yeah, and like it's still I said, cool, though. he's gotten so many people to ask him, hey, where did you get those coveralls? He goes, I, I got them in a trade off off one of the horror groups like way back in the day. So, I mean, he doesn't even know. Wow, okay. Yeah, I've, ha- I've got a pair of the Red Caps. I've had a pair of the Big Macs, which unfortunately I was grabbing those off eBay and I couldn't find the right color that fit me. But right. I really like the color of the um, – I like the way the Red Caps fit. Yep. But I like the color Bruce Green Dickies, if you've seen that. 
No. That's a really cool color, man. Uh, Dickies makes a spruce green, or maybe it's called olive green or something like that. I did but not know that. they make a dark green, and, oh, dude, they look awesome. Now, you get the zippers on the front, which kind of sucks, but, Take you know, out. dude, they look really good. Yeah, you could definitely do that. If you, if you had the know-how and wanted to put the time into it, you could. Well, I believe, didn't he, have, didn't he have the zippers in, what, H6? Um, yeah, because those were gray dickies and what they did was, is they just ripped the zippers out. So, um, what I've done, I mean, you can go get a, one of those sewing seam rippers and stuff like that. I mean, you can do all that if you want, but I just took a really sharp pair of cuticle scissors and went right up around the threads and mm-hmm. cut, cut that entire section out. And yeah, you end up with a little uh, black piece of fabric with a zipper in the middle, but you know, you still got nice looking uh, coveralls the way they appeared in the film without the zipper. I like the sound of that. Maybe I'll try that on, man. Yeah. And uh, to get the yeah. bullet, to, to get the bullet holes, I just take scissors, stab it right in there. Give me a little hole. And then I just dry brush uh, dark, uh, dark, thick blood on, on onto it. If I don't have uh, acrylic paints. Yeah, I've thought about doing that. I've also seen people blowtorch them, and uh, that actually looks pretty cool, too. Um, kind of, uh, I mean, yeah, burned if you're not careful about it, I'd say. I don't really get into the cosplaying. Like, I've never done it. Like, you know, I'll dress up with my kids. You know, we did some uh, fall pictures where, you know, I dressed up like Michael Myers in the background and stuff. So, like, I don't really get into it. I'm more like, give me what looks good, give me what fits, and what I can make look good on my computer screen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But but there are just too many people out there trying to find the right thing and getting slammed by others. Okay, well, you shouldn't have that one because it's this color and it's not, you know, the pocket doesn't have a flap. There's just too much of that. And I'm, I'm glad to see that somebody else is on the same page about take, take what looks good and take what works for you. You know, pe- people, people uh, accuse me of being an asshole at times when I say I really don't give a shit, you know, and it's, it's not that I don't care about accuracy. I mean, obviously I'm in the replica business. I do, but that's what we all care about. Exactly. I I, I'm with you there, but but, there's a certain fine line between achieving what's possible, you know? Exactly. And, and like I said, you know, it's, what I take pictures for or what, what, what I use the coveralls for, I'm going to wear them around my neighborhood. Um, and, you know, I, I'll tell you this much. There's people around my neighborhood that is that is going to call me Jason. They don't give a shit about what color coveralls I'm wearing. You know, so it's it's all in context on, right. on, on what you're trying to do. Like if you're putting something up online that you're putting out in front of other collectors or enthusiasts that you want them to totally see that you went through um, all of that to be as accurate as possible. I get that argument, you know, but again... If I'm trying to show off like uh, a piece of artwork, like a like a mask or something like that, I'm just trying to give you the visual of the whole costume. But the mask is really the most important thing in the shot. For sure, I'm glad to hear it put that way. I, I, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking maybe I'm going to try that zipper idea, and uh, you definitely do some of the bullet holes myself along the way. I'd, I'd like to make a bust at some point just for myself. But I haven't, you know, figured the right mask to do it with. And um, plus, I'm honestly, I don't want to, you know, ace a pair of my coveralls and cut them all up for no reason just yet. Yeah, but I mean, I've... That's I've, good information. I'm glad I gathered that before I did that myself, honestly. Hopefully somebody else can take that in, too. Yeah, there's another, there's another collector uh, slash customer and slash friend of mine that I've actually physically met in person. Uh, he brought me a pair of his H6 coveralls 
and asked me to weather them. And the only ones I had ever done was mine. So when he asked me, I said, listen, Andrew, if it, if it doesn't go well, <laughs> I, I will buy you yeah. a pair. I said, I've only done mine and it was a couple years ago, but I'll, I'll give it my best shot. But he's been telling me that, uh, there's been so many people that have complimented him on how, how, how good they look. And I'm like, well, it's good to know. I mean, I, I went out and, Ran them through my driveway, drug them behind my car a little bit, you know, <laughs> cleaned my engine with them, and then uh, ran them through the washing machine, did a nice, uh, you know, hard wash to get it nice and stiff and wrinkly and nasty looking. And then uh, I just went along with my airbrush and just kind of airbrushed like around the cuffs and around the ankles and around the zipper lines and all that stuff to really just give it some age. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a several step process. I don't mind sharing that for people listening, you know, but you know, it's just, I want this, this show to be educational, like to people that are in the hobby and that are trying to make the best costume possible. And, you know, if I can give away a few tips like that, that can help people. Great. You know? Um, but you know, I, I really had fun doing his, I, I really, didn't want to take on a slew of it because I had people reach out to me. Hey, can can you do mine the same way? And at that point, yeah, it starts you're going to need like a, a separate job. washing machine for that, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> my wife doesn't let me put that in my washer once a week, so you know we're limited to two pairs a year. Okay, yeah. not going to happen. You know, if uh, if I start messing up the washing machine, I'm going to have to start shitting outside and. In a bucket, you know, that's, that's, that's going to be my importance at that point. So, uh, yeah, man, same here. Um, I, I, yeah, man, right back to what you're saying though, with the podcast and people, uh, being able to tune in for info like that. I think that's awesome of you. Um, you've got, I mean, you've got instructional videos online and, and, you know, coming from somebody that, you know, I'm not one of the, you know, one of the great greats out there, you know, cranking out these masks, you know, I, I paint masks when I can. So I know what it's like to, like you said, get something and say, oh, well, I ain't done this one before. And what you get, you know, you're going to have to, you know, work with me here. But you're in good hands. You know, you still got to have that um, that comfort with your customer to send you something that they just paid for, maybe just got it and it's got tags on it and they're sending it to you, whether it's, you know, an instrument or a mask or a motor for a vehicle. You know what I mean? Oh, God, and yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's tons of YouTubers out there that are doing the backdoor stuff. Let me uh, foam brush your mask. Okay, well, that's not what we're trying to do. You can right. buy videos. You can buy video. Handy Boy does videos. I mean, I have some of them. They're cool. They're fun to watch. Um, I mean, they are what they are. That's all I'm going to say about that. But to have somebody actually giving you some comfort instead of bashing you what you need to do and the only way to do it or you're not welcome here – I think that's what everybody's looking for, well, and the, I think it's good you're doing it. Yeah, man. And That's uh, why somebody the, like me, as an outside perspective, that's why I listen to you. You know what I mean? I, I can't afford to have a collection of your masks as much as I'd love to or, <laughs> or anybody else. You know what I mean? So, you know, again, that's how I fell into painting other masks for people and doing Meyer replicas, doing my own, and one day just kind of figuring – Damn, that looks just as good as all these ones on eBay there for two hundred, three hundred bucks. Like I'm gonna roll the dice. Let me. And let, next thing you know, you you can't fill the orders. Yeah, and let me let me jump in and say that right there. What you just said, and for those that didn't really pay attention, 
what you just said was the most important thing. And what I what I get accused of being called an asshole for the, that I don't help anybody. I had to go out because outside of knowing like Tom Smith and Bill Miller and a couple other people that basically said, hey, you need white latex paint. If, if you don't want to make your own, you can get it from Monster Makers. They mm-hmm. they sell it. But, you know, eventually you're, you're going to want to get into making your own and making it uh, making it your stuff, which I've done over the years. And that's 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 my formula now. Uh, but I had to go through acrylics pastels charcoal you know uh washes different. here and, and it's w- like what what's my ratio mix how many and you you find yourself in an endless loophole of google and youtube and other people's errors to never find the answer to still figure it but out see, yourself here's, but see here's the thing i mean i and i'm about to tattle on myself right here and say listen i've watched these instructionals i've tried it their way just because i'm curious But I I always went and said, that doesn't work as well for me. Not saying it's wrong. It's just, it's not, it's not what I'm comfortable with, or it doesn't look as good to me, or I didn't, I didn't achieve the same result as them because they have it down to a science. So what I had to do is I had to come up with three or four different uh, things of my own that I had to discover through accident and through chance that I finally found. And I'm sorry, I, I'm not giving that away. You know, that's something I worked hard and spent a lot of money. You work, that's right. You worked yeah. for it. And it's not that I'm trying to be a dick or I don't want to help people. But at the same time, it's like, hey, I I went through a lot of shit <laughs> trying to get uh, my process down. For sure, man. And, I mean, how many times you've been asked? I mean, I don't take in a fraction of how much you do. And I've been asked hundreds of times. I'm exaggerating. People say, well, could I get a video of you doing one so I could do mine? Oh, could I get a video of the, pro- of the order you do that in? How do you get the hair to look like that without changing it? You, or, you know what I mean? It, it, the list goes on and on. Can you do a video? Can, you know, come on. If I did that, you wouldn't, you wouldn't need me for this, all right? Yeah. If I did that, you would do it and fuck it up, and, and then you're going to ruin it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. So let, let me ask this. You you were talking about doing doing up your own, and that's like something I didn't know that you did until you posted that one picture uh, in uh, B Man Jim's group. And I said, "Man, you know, you did a really nice job on that." So how how did you get into doing that? I appreciate that? that. Which one was that? I don't know now. Um, I I want to say it was an H two, but it could have been a twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. It was an H two. It was an H two. I remember. Yeah, I remember talking to you about it. Okay. I um, man, I I I'm not a. I don't sculpt my own stuff. Uh, I don't pour any masks. You know, I, I'm not a mask maker. I don't claim to be. But falling into it, yes, you're right. I did fall into it. You know, I did some of my own masks, just my own collection. I've been into you know the hot. I was probably ten years old. You know, like when. All you had was a freaking Don post, you know, and it sucked. You couldn't get anything. I mean, later on, as I got to the younger teens, you know, there were guys like you coming out. The Del Torre was making stuff. Nick Pagano was making stuff. But I'm a, I'm a teenager. I couldn't afford that stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. So I always had mass produced stuff, if anything at all. Um, you know, I would keep stuff, trade it around. I, I'm, a, I'm a serious trader. Give it to my son, whatever it might be. And um, I 
ended up finding myself having a few tots at one point. Nothing and, wrong with um, that. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, the molds They're, are solid well, for well, what they are. Well, let, you, you know, know as Rick, long as you can. Go Rick, ahead. Go ahead. Rick Ramby said it best. It's they are independent masks that were out independently at one time, and you're able to get them for sixty bucks now. In, in, in a mass production, a little less of detail. He said it best because he repaints some of them tots, so some of the best of those. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree, dude. He does a great job on that stuff, man. Yeah, he does. And, and I come to find out, he was he was local to me too. So maybe no one shit. day I'll get lucky and can snatch something out. Yeah, he's about forty five minutes away. He lives in Troy. I'm dude, near Cincinnati. I would, I would go hang out with him all the time if he'd let me. If he was forty five minutes, really? Away. Is he cool? Okay. Yeah, yeah man. Awesome. He's listen, man. He's Probably, and, I, and I'm not downplaying some of the other genuine people I have met in the last couple, just in the last couple of years, but, you know, overall in my entire uh, history, it's like when it comes to being friends with another artist, he and I are a perfect example of if you treat each other with mutual respect and you're real, not this fake mm-hmm. bullshit, but if you're real with one another, Real friendships can be made from that, and Rick and I are a perfect example. Is there's no egos between he and I. There's no bullshit. You know, like I, I saw him sculpting something from ground up. I, I, he was posting it a lot in another group I was in at one time, and not a lot of people were giving him a lot of love because he was new. It, it was a ground up. It wasn't based on a, a clay press or, or, or a retool or anything like that. So nobody was really jumping in and saying, nice job, or you might want to tweak this, or you might want to help with that. So I just PM'd him out of the blue one day, and I just said, hey, man, um, I'm really liking the direction it's going, but would you mind a few pointers that might help this out even further? And that's how it all started, you know? And from that point forward, you know, he and I just became really close. And then as he got better and better and better, um, I was uh, really trying to get my marketing business off the ground and people were hitting me up nonstop. And I just said, Hey Rick, would you, if you want to work on something that's a little bit more accurate, it seems like you're trying to do a lot of tots repaints. You're, you're doing your, your, um, your original sculpt, but you know, you've asked me for blanks a couple of times and I said, I would get it to you at some point, you know, but I said, how would you like to basically take my master, make a mold, send me the master back, you produce however many you can out of there. We'll do a profit share type thing. We'll we'll go into this together as a team. And, you know, whatever you make on it, you make on it. But this is what I charge for a blank. As long as I can get that, I'm happy. You know? And, That's awesome. And he was really shocked that I trusted him. But I was at a point where I was talking to him almost on a daily basis. And we were talking about... like talking about real life and talking about our our family lives versus it just being a a mass thing. And he's supposed to be coming down to Florida this summer. And man, we're going to drink a lot of beer together. Put put it that way. (laughs) Well, I, maybe I'll get lucky and I can score something from him and drive up and get it and maybe meet the guy. That would be awesome. He's, he's Uh, he's definitely, he's definitely one of the, one of the few I was looking at when I was getting into it. Like when I was just telling you, I, I had some tots masks. There's a select hand few, uh, that, you know, I, again, back to what appeals to you. There's no perfect mask for whatever, you know, style or whatever you're trying to go for. 
But what appeals to me is is definitely Rick Ramby's work, all of it. I I like I like all of your work. Um, I like Handy Boy's work. Those are probably if I I mean those are probably my top three. If I really had to say, probably my top three on what appeals to me. Maybe not what the best out there is, but what what I think is to me. And those are kind of like the three I took in myself and just kind of like tried to mimic my own creation. And back to what I was saying earlier, like started to think, looking at good pictures of it, damn, this looks as good as this stuff online that, you know, people are cranking out. I throw a couple on there that are my own. Uh, you know, you pay 40, 50 bucks for a good deal on a Tots mask. You don't mind to roll the dice and throw one on eBay. Next thing I know, I, you know, the very next morning, I done sold all of them. Okay, I threw three on there, okay? All of them sold for 150 bucks overnight. Damn. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's quick. I, better, <laughs> I never, I never done it before. You know, that was my own stuff. Like, well, well, now I gotta, now I gotta replace my work. So now, I, you know, I've got what 450 bucks to go buy a shitload of masks with. Mm-hmm. So I'm lucky enough. I got a Halloween shop that's about an hour away. That's open year round called Foy's. And one wow, of the coolest awesome. places you, you, one of the coolest places you can imagine, man. Now you can go in there and they stock pretty much 80 to 90% of the masks you see on Tots website, all there in person. And not only that, but multiple. So you can go through and pick the best looking one. Now, and now I'll, let me ask this question. Um, just, j- just with that, how are the prices there? Because I, you know, like, like I had a friend that was working at a spirit down here that with mm-hmm. his employee discount and at wholesale pricing, man, he was able to get me a, a tots Kirk and a 2018 for like 20 bucks a piece. Not a chance there. They're going <laughs> to upcharge you. Yeah. They're going to upcharge you maybe 10, 20 bucks. Um, yeah. but I'll drive there and see it in person to, and pay an extra 10 bucks. Cause I'm going to pay, uh, trick or treat, what, 14, $15 to ship me a mask that I'll get in three months anyways. So, so, it's so not, what you're you saying know, is they're mind. about, they're about 65 bucks. Let's see. I went up there and I bought multiple Kirks for $60. I bought about five or six of the new 2018 mask up there for sixty dollars nice. and then after they sold out they up they upped them to a hundred dollars now oh, <laughs> um yeah yeah and and believe it or not i was i still went up there and bought two of them at a hundred bucks because before the movie come out i mean i was i was painting replicas i mean only maybe not replicas let's just say i was painting 2018 masks before the movie came out and people were buying them dude oh, like God, it was crazy there were shitty masks selling for like $2,000 from people that you've never even heard of. And it was just crazy. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. If somebody wants it, let them buy it. They want to be the guy in the group that has it first or the one that's showing up to the premiere wearing it. You know, it doesn't matter sure. what it is. They might not be a collector. And it's new. You know, exactly, and it's new. exactly. It's the, so I, I it's the new hotness. Out, man. It, you're, you're right, you're right. Anyway, t- tell me about, um, okay, you know, this is the part I, I want to transition this into something about you is, I mean, obviously you're doing a lot of the artwork for, I mean, you're doing all the artwork for Halloween Unleashed. You know, it started with uh, towards the end of the HMMAT podcast where you wanted to do something. Uh, but I've heard feedback behind the scenes and you've seen some love out there in the old group and in the new group. Uh, that you know, people are loving your stuff. 
And I got to say, man, you have a real talent for what you do. When did you get into that? And how did you, you don't have to give me specific details, but how did you learn a lot of this craft and realize, hey, I want to do something like that? I appreciate that, man. And I appreciate every single person that has commented or liked the photos or mentioned and tagged me. Um, it was an, it was an honor to even hear my name brought up in your, um, HMMAT podcast. It was a very cool, very kind words of you. I really appreciate that. So let me just say that first. When, um, I was probably, oh man, geez, 12 years old. I started dabbling in basic Photoshop, you know, Photoshop four. Oh God. You know? yeah. uh, I mean, this was a long time ago. Um, you know, we're talking windows 98, you know? Still, you know, I, I didn't have all the cool toys growing up, you know. Um, it started out doing, you know, we didn't, we didn't have photo filters and all that stuff back then. People went in and used these cheesy effects and overlays and manipulated things. And um, my big brother was in, a, was in a, a big band around here called V-Mob. And, I mean, they, 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 they played everywhere and sold out everywhere. And, you know, their, even their artwork sucked, you know. So... I, I wanted to be in a band. I wanted I wanted to do it all bigger and better, and I just started dabbling around with pictures of myself, pictures of my buddies um, who you know we later formed a band. And then um, I moved to New Orleans when I was a young kid and lost contact with all these local guys I had networked with as a young teenager. And I started making additional websites for them, like fan websites. Who makes fan websites on local bands? Right. right. Got to the point where everybody's like, no, 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 this is much cooler than our stuff. So they start asking me to make things. I'm, I'm a kid. I'm not charging them for them. I just want people to see it. I'm glad that the people that I think are awesome are asking me for it. So I do it. And next thing you know, by the time I move back to Cincinnati, I've every, every band who's a band in the area, I've done their artwork for. And it starts to become a certain style thereafter or, you know, then eventually you start to do indie bands on labels that see your stuff or you can approach bands um, that come into town, the nationals, like this is my, you know, this is a handful of my artwork on my cell phone or you uh, walk over to that local band's merch table. I did everything they supply. Next thing, next thing you know, one of those artists, one of their buddies on the same label is going to want something. And the label is saying, hey, how much are you paying for this? Maybe we could get all the artists on our label putting them out. Sure. And I've got the whole... The Cincinnati area saturated with my, you know, digital graphic design. I started to dabble in screen printing and vinyl, so I already knew the back end of that. So, so I got into so you can do screen that. printing. Yeah, yeah, I did it for years, man, and I do it here out of the house, uh, here and there. I do a lot of vinyl work and simple screen printing here in the house, but I did it as a living for many years. And it helped me determine what's going to look best when I'm printing graphics uh, or supplying graphics for a label, a band, a, a business, whatever it might be. How's it going to look post-production? How's it going to look um, when you take a full-color image and have to print it in four colors? You know, a full-color T-shirt's printed in what they call a four-color process, CMYK. Right. And, you know, how's that going to look when you break that down in the dots? No different than looking at a a newspaper with a magnifying glass and you see a bunch of dots, you know, that's how a t-shirt works. And that's not always the easiest to replicate. So it really helped me in that aspect and took it even farther. I was doing much better. And at this point I was able to, you know, when I was maybe 19 or 20, I was doing it full time sure. from home, just graphics. Um, 
you know, all the local bands, um, you know, churches, restaurant menus, anything I could do and uh, just practice, 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 put it all in. I never did any courses, never went to college for it or downloaded, you know, definitely did some YouTubing that, you know, nowadays when you want to do something, you know, you can ask YouTube stuff now and that's a privilege we got now and didn't then. But everything, you know, from rap artists, um, uh, Afro man and, you know, <laughs> underground rap artists like Twisted to um, rock bands like Black Veil Brides, um, you know, uh, all the spectrum. Old 80s rock like Skid Row. I've got the pre privilege to w work with these guys or work with someone who does represent them and no supply shit. something for them. That's and cool, it's very man. cool. It's very cool, man, and it's it's been a privilege to build such a big client list, to meet all the cool people, and to not only, you know, it's it's cool when you walk into a store and see one of your shirts, or you see an ad in a magazine somebody bought from you, you know what I mean? It's like, that's much cooler than getting 100 bucks payday for making that ad, you know what I mean? Oh, God, Going yeah. to the store and picking it up, you know, um, seeing somebody else on, you know, uh, Instagram or what's the other one? Uh, Twitter or something. Post a picture wearing a shirt you designed. You don't know them. You don't know where they live. It's just cool. You know what I mean? It it uh, it's kind of addicting, and you keep getting into it. And though I I'm an investigator, I work from home. I do um, I still do it on the side. Like I can't leave it alone. You you get no tired kidding. of messing with the clients. You get tired of doing this or that. And you, I'm one of them ADD people. I can't leave it alone. I like to, I like to paint. I like to, you know, I've been doing a lot of masks lately. Um, you know, I, I work from home. I have four kids. I, um, I still do the graphics. I still do websites and printing when I can. I can't help it. You know what I mean? I, I, I need to, I need to do what I know how to do. You know what I mean? Sure. Well, um, <laughs> I, I primarily work with a lot of restaurants down here in my marketing business. Uh, mm -hmm. they're always asking me about, uh, redesigns and stuff on their menus. So now that I have somebody so that, you know, somebody yeah. that you can ask those questions yep. to, well, you can call me anytime. Well, see, here's, here's the thing too. It's like, um, you know, through, through a coworkers father's business, they have a graphic person on, on that we've had to farm out to, but First of all, his his loyalty is to that company. He's got to do things really on the down low. So, I, I mean, for for something that a restaurant wants to have a turnaround time in like a month, you know, he's like six to eight weeks, and it's like, uh, you know, I, I right, I'm not right. I'm not I'm not trying to rush art. I, you know, obviously, I'm not one of those that that would because I know how it feels. But at the same time, it's like you know, I think he was charging like sixty five bucks an hour or something like that, which is which is not bad, you know, but, uh, you know, for someone to have a custom design menu or graphic done for their, for their branding. But, uh, long story short is I want to be able to call someone that is on the freelance gig that, that can jump in and that maybe can design something from scratch for them for, for price. So, if that will help you out and it'll help my clients out, I'll be happy to, uh, to work you into that. Yeah, man, that would be much appreciated. That would be very cool. I, I again, I do enjoy doing this stuff. I do it on the side. Um, and, um, I like to get away from the, um, uh, let's, let's say the general, the general network that holds me down, which is, uh, death metal, uh, rock music, um, you know, 
anything gritty, grungy, uh, new age type of trendy graphics. I, 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 I tend to always be pulled back to it because it's my roots and a lot of people ask for it. But, you know, I've, I've even done graphics for companies like, you know, Bosch Automotive and stuff, you know, Duke Energy even. That's, those are the things that stand out. Those are the things That's you drive impressive. down the street and see, see on the billboard, okay? Yeah. Those are the things, that, you know, that you, when you show to somebody, it, it marks a stake somewhere, whereas when you're selling T-shirts, one day those T-shirts are gone. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I think that's one of the, one of the things that, that always pull me back. Just so, that feeling alone. So, quick question: You like you, you, like you, 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 you go back, you go back. Your roots. You're an H1, H6 mask guy. People yeah. pull you back to that. How often? How how many times have you wanted to do something else? Change do <laughs> just just to get a just to get rid of that tunnel vision to get a change of scenery in your freaking garage on your workbench. You know what I mean? Well, that's and why just, I'm sure you can relate to, to an anchor that pulls you back. That's why I'm I'm like I'm hardcore, hardcore, hardcore. And then I'm silence, you know, forever, because, you know, it's, it's one of those things where if I get back into that, that that creative juice and that creative flow and I'm able to get in there and do it, um, I've got to tap into it and write it as long as I can. And then I got to be out of it completely for a while to recharge that, that creative flow because you start to, and I don't ever want to, you know, this is going to come off wrong and I'm going to have to be careful how I say it, but you know, you got to be real careful, um, that you don't, I don't even want to say take shortcuts cause there's no shortcuts. It's done the same exact way but it looks not as good as maybe your previous one. And you're going, man, what did I do differently to this one that I didn't mm-hmm. do on oh, that yeah. one? And a lot of time it's mental. A lot of time it's mental because you're so spent. And like you mentioned tunnel vision that you can't pull yourself out and look at it objectively and say, Oh, well they look pretty much the same. Um, it's just, I've seen this so many times. They're all starting to look boring to me, you know? Or you, you, yeah, you crave that third, that third party aspect of it. Yeah. it I've done it a hundred times. You know, I, I, um, you know, you're going to think I'm crazy. I, I'll find myself, I'll do artwork on the computer or a mask or something. And as I'm doing it, I'll pull out the iPad and I'll look at it through the camera, of the iPad, I'll pull out my phone and look at it through the camera, of the phone as I'm doing it Nothing because wrong with it's that. different and it looks different while you're doing it like that. And it gives you a different uh, reality of what you're looking at. And it helps. You know what I mean? It it really does. I swear. I'll look at my computer screen through my phone screen and get a vibe from something. I'll take a break and I'll come back and it'll look different when I mess with it again. Yeah. No, that's... uh... That is honestly, you know, that there's, I, I don't, I don't think you're crazy at all for doing that. <laughs> um, uh, something different. Maybe somebody should try it. I send myself messages back and forth through Facebook to myself so I can look at things on different screens, different, you know, I'll, I'll throw it up on the TV. I'll look at it on my iPad, then my work phone, then my personal phone. And it's going to look different everywhere. And then I'll come back to it, you know? Sure. Sure. Um, well, do you do you want to talk real quick um, about what we have for swag, or do you want to do you want to hold off until we can see the quality on that? Um, I I would like to get I would like to utilize you to get feedback on what people want for swag. Okay, 
um, when you say swag, this is that this is a hit term for clothing, right? Clothing, the stickers, gear, merchandise. Yes, yes. I would love to see some things that people actually want. People want it because it's awesome. Well, hey, you were you were talking about when you came on the podcast, and this will be as good a time as any. You had a really good idea for the listeners of the new podcast that you wanted to do for them. And do you remember what that was? The giveaway. Yeah. Now, I, I'm open for suggestions. This was an idea that I just thought would be very cool to get people engaged, get them some things other than um, stickers and one-color T-shirts that they usually get on freebies. I would love to give some masks away, but I, don't, I just don't have them right now. Right. Um, maybe in the future or something, I could help out with that. Sure. But I would really, I would really love to see um, some type of giveaway. Whether it's, um, you know, maybe we can make up a special shirt for a giveaway. You know, um, and uh, maybe we could do something like ten. You know, do ten special shirts for a giveaway. Maybe if you buy an additional shirt, you get an extra entry. You know, something simple, uh, something free. Um, how could we do that for free? Maybe send in a voice take. Okay, I don't know. Send in a question. If you could send in a question that's worth airing, that's a, that's an entry. There's going to be ten shirts. You know, something simple like that. Uh, nobody has to pay anything, but they do have to engage. You know. Um, yeah. As far as visuals, I would love to to see you um, get some feedback on what people want. Even if it's a picture of, hey, I saw this one on Fright Rags, and it, it's awesome. Like, what if what if you know Chris had something like that? It doesn't matter. What, whatever it might be, what can we replicate that everybody's going to want and nobody else is going to have? Well, I can tell you right now, and and and, and I'm just going to go ahead and give the give the web address away because um, I have it pulled up. Unveil. Yeah, it's www.tteepublic.com forward slash user forward slash Chris M one two two nine. But I'm going to put that link in the Facebook group. So, but uh, awesome. You know, we've got and that you can purchase your your new your new logo uh, for the Halloween Unleashed on T-shirts and uh, various other items, right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to go through all the all the stuff, and and it's funny because once you design the T-shirt, they give you all these other options that you can do. And right now, it's marked down from twenty bucks down to fourteen bucks. So you can get a you can get a brand new screen printed uh, branded T-shirt for fourteen bucks. Uh, you can get tank tops, long sleeves, baseball t-shirts, uh, crew neck sweatshirts, hoodies are, are, are also popular. Um, you can get kids t-shirts, kids hoodies, kids long sleeves, onesies for your babies. Uh, you could get uh, phone cases with the Unleashed logo on the back. You can get laptop cases, stickers, pillows, tote bags, coffee mugs. Um, you can get the... the the travel mugs and you can get uh, notebooks like with the, with the legal pad, basically um, with the cover on the front of it, with the, with very the cool. And that's not a bad deal, man. 12, what'd you say? $12? That's 14, 14, $14 mm-hmm. marked down from 20. That is not a bad deal for, uh, I, I believe that that I've never purchased from that company, but I believe that that company is probably doing what they call direct to garment printing. And it is top-notch, the best out there. It's a machine that prints full-color process directly to a shirt, automated press. And if that's what they're doing, 
That's awesome because uh, that, let me tell you, man, that, that is some great quality stuff. And we could throw some full color images at them that would just look insane on things like hoodies and whatnot. And here's the other cool part is uh, once you purchase anything in the store, uh, T Public automatically gives you and sends you a 30% off coupon for your next order. So awesome. Okay. So you could buy I'm a gonna, T-shirt. I'm going to punch around. it in on my computer and try to find a coupon code. I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm buying one. I'm gonna if if it's live on there. You sent me the picture earlier. Yep. I'm gonna go buy one, and I'm that guy. I'll tell you, I'm that guy. When I go into Walmart and I'm looking at the T-shirts, and I'm I'm finding where there was a hole in the screen. I'm looking at this. Like, no, 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 this ain't lined up right. We'll see I'm gonna buy one and examine it, and and you can give that feedback to everyone else that doesn't, and give them some comfort that they're gonna get a good product. Oh well, you know, here's the other comfort. If you do not like what you purchase, they have a 100 percent return and exchange program where you can send it back, get your money back or exchange it out for something else. Beautiful. Made to order. That's awesome. Yep. So it, it really is a cool company. And, uh, you know, I'm proud that, uh, that we were, that I still had that store. I had forgotten all about it. And, you know, the classic is still up there. The, the old WMP classics never die or classics never go away. T-shirt. Yeah. You got the NWO uh, t-shirt on there. It's awesome. Yeah, man. It's, um, we were doing like a little bit of a of a wrestling layout, and I had a horror Love mania, it. and you know, in the classic Hogan red and yellow. Um, I had an HMMA T-shirt that was done in the old Rowdy Roddy Piper layout. Um, you know, this is still it's deactivated now, but I mean, it's like they 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 were up there at, at one point, and and people were people were digging it. I also had a podcast 316 t-shirt you know uh for stone cold and you know just little knockoffs here and there very cool man very cool yeah i would uh i would definitely like to see uh, a good handful of uh images go up that people could utilize for various objects um i think uh if we're going to do a giveaway of you know we'll just say 10 shirts or something i think that's going to be something special uh i'll print in-house and, uh, you know, I can distribute them. You could distribute them. I send them to you, whatever. That'd, That'd be, be something not on there. That'll be something not on there that uh, is special for this. And then nobody else going to have them, you know? Yeah. You no, can't that, buy another one. That's, that's, that's fantastic. And that's cool of you to do that. The other thing I was going to throw out there, because everybody likes to throw out that, oh, Chris is just trying to make money uh, thing. All these shirts and this swag, um, Yes, I'm collecting the money for it. It is my store, but as soon as uh, they do the payouts every month, you're, you're the artist, man, that did the artwork. It, it, all money is going to go to you. So I think that you need to be paid for your art, and I think what you did by branding this was amazing. And you know, you did it not expecting anything in return, but as someone who's very appreciative of what you've done, I want to be able to give back to you. I appreciate that. But let me tell you, I do want something in return. I want uh, people to look at it and, and enjoy it. I'm not going to give like you a head. So. And give feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to freaking engage in it. And I, and I want more people to, to saturate their others uh, that they're surrounded by and, and let them in with open arms. And because we're not on message boards anymore, okay? You don't have to, right back to what we were saying a while back, you don't have to be perfect. Just get out there and show your show what you got. Show your artwork, whatever it might be. If it's a mask, if it's your your drawings, your paintings, whatever. Get it out there because we all want to see it. Keep it coming. 
And that's what I'm trying to do for the people that are involved with you right now with your new launch, your podcast. I, I, I appreciate the opportunity. I really do. We'll put it that way. Well, I'm trying to give back the best way I can, okay? I'm not the best mask maker. I don't have a wall of masks I can sell you. You know, uh, if there's some way I can help, I'll help. Well, I, I can tell you this much right now. It's like um, just seeing the art that that you've done, like the like the gifts and the videos and and things, man. You got you got some real talent, man. And it's it and, and the way I look at it is that's your talent, that's your time, that is whatever. You should you should be able to capitalize and and get paid for that in some way, shape, or form. And anything I can do to help you, and that's what this podcast and this new community is all about. It's about trying to unite everybody and to get everybody together so that we can talk Halloween, Michael Myers, independent mass, mass produced mask. We can talk about it full time without any of the bullshit, you know, because I'm not going to allow that in the group. That's awesome of you, man. It really is. Before we get off off subject. You know, something to uh, remember that when we're doing this giveaway here, we can't pre-make shirts for people predetermined sizes. So we're going to have to figure this out in a way within one of your next upcoming episodes. Um, however you want to stew on it, we can uh, talk about it uh, through Facebook or whatever if you want to get feedback. Let's figure out a way we can lock this in. Uh, something that was just talked about and we can get it out there and uh, actually get people engaging in it. Um, so we can uh, first first figure out what we're going to hook them up with. It's got to be something awesome. Uh, get it out there. Uh, get feedback on it. And uh, we'll, do, we'll run the contest. I like the idea of doing voice takes or something simple like that that's free. Um, and then we can take your sizes. Your stuff's getting made pre, pre-order. You're getting it directly, you know, no middleman, something like that. Sure. Does that sound good I, to you? Does that? Yeah, man. I'm I'm easy okay. like Sunday morning, so it's. Uh, I like it. Uh, what What I will do is I actually do have an idea, but I will I will message you about it and see how feasible. Well, that let's is. get something brewing, and it's on record that it's happening. So let's make sure it happens soon, and uh, get the gears going. Absolutely, and if uh, if people want to reach you to do some graphics for them or. Uh, just ask you for some videos or different things. Where can people find you? They can Facebook Ryan Hogle, R-Y-A-N-H-O-G-L-E, or they can email me, C period Ryan Hogle at Gmail. And if I have the time, if your project is, um, you know, um, my, up my alley, um, I, I will definitely help you out to the best of my abilities. If I cannot, I'll reference you to somebody who can, or at least uh, point you in the right direction. All right. Well, I definitely appreciate it, and uh, that'll do it for today. And, uh, Ryan, I really appreciate you coming on and everything you've done for us. A privilege, man. Thank you. (laughs) 